Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Beth, and I am alone today, and I am going to be very spontaneous and hope this goes well. Hopefully this is not going to be too disorganized, but I am so passionate about getting a message out to young adults and college students and teenagers because I see so many people who are struggling to find themselves in careers and find themselves in their college major and so eager to please and make their families proud and feeling a lot of guilt and shame and like a failure. And I have a series of pep talks <laughs> that I would like to share with people and I keep putting them off. I have a stack of probably a hundred podcast ideas that I want to get to. And I'm just so busy with clients and life that I'm not getting to them. So I'm going to try to get them out there imperfectly as always, and just hope that this can help some people. So, um, I have worked with some, you know, people in their twenties who got their first jobs and were very disappointed in the job itself and, or felt that they were disappointments to their employers and not measuring up, or maybe their employers had unrealistic expectations of them as a new sort of rookie in their field. And I want to remind you that career paths are rarely linear. They are almost always involving curves and unexpected changes and blocks. And those can be really incredibly low moments and, you know, even moments that cause suicidal thoughts or depression, shame, secrecy, hiding, and retreating and isolating. So I think it's really important for you to remember that my guess is 80% of people have major curves and twists and disappointments in their journey in college, even college application processes. But I think the majority of those people find that there was a reason where that curveball or that block in their road ended up in a positive direction. So it's a journey and life is so much about trial and error. So um, I think that remembering that is really important and just having faith that 
you're going to have a good future and you're going to figure it out and you are gifted. I say that a lot and I want to keep saying it, that even if your gifts and your superpowers are not measured in school, then you have to remember you still have them and you just have to figure out what they are and that can be hard. So I have a success story um, that I want to share with you. I literally just finished talking to a college student who had an incredibly disappointing freshman year. She did really, really well in high school and I'm going to change the details. She does know that I might share her story in one of my podcasts. So I'm going to say that she was studying architecture for her first year in college. And, you know, she had done well in the subjects that you would expect to need to do well in. And she got to college and was studying architecture and was really struggling and it was not going as well as she thought. She had a lot of perfectionistic tendencies and really wanted to impress her parents and make them proud and So she was very secretive and had a lot of guilt and shame about her um, subjects and her grades. And she was hiding those and trying to pretend everything was fine. And of course, her mental health was impacted. She became more anxious and more depressed. And she just thought, I'll give it another semester. So her grades were really bad. I'm not even sure if they were you know, C's and F's or, you know, I don't even know the exact nature, but I know she, she did really badly in her mind. And so she continued in the spring and was still struggling and her mental health was declining and she was really hiding it from her parents and just didn't want to throw in the towel too early, even though it just didn't seem to be the right fit. And it just continued. And by the time the end of the first year ended. Um, She withdrew from classes. Her parents finally found out that her grades were really bad and she was going to potentially be kicked out of the program or lose some aid or scholarship. And so that's when they brought her into counseling. I had worked with her in high school, but hadn't seen her for maybe a year. And She came in a lot this summer and we talked a lot about perfectionism and what she was telling herself and why she kept it such a secret and all the shame and guilt and fear that was keeping her from opening up. And we worked a lot this summer on her trying to think healthy and just to realize that she is gifted and She has so many talents and abilities and she just needs to figure out where to go and that it's okay to sometimes fail or not do well um, because that's just information. And so she went back and she changed her major and she's trying to apply to a different program, but she's worried that she won't get in because of her grades. And she's advocating for herself and trying to convince the school to let her in and give her another chance and, um, you know, maybe even drop a couple of grades because of mental health and to believe in her because she believes in herself and she's trying to get the school to believe in her and give her another chance. And her parents have been incredibly supportive. And so today when I was talking to her, um, 
she was saying that she still hasn't heard if she's going to be able to get admitted into the program or get um, some of her classes or grades to be withdrawn because of mental health stuff. But she also realizes that it's not going to be the end of the world if she doesn't get to withdraw from those classes and they won't um, or, you know, take away those grades off of her transcript. And if she doesn't get into the program, she knows it's not the end of the world and she believes she'll get in next time. And she's also telling herself that it's not the end of the world if it takes her an extra year to graduate, that she'll just go to plan B. She had sort of a plan for after graduation maybe with an internship or something. And she realizes that, you know, her life is going to work out and she believes in herself. So some of her quotes that I wrote down were things like, I don't regret being in very dark places. She had several moments of being very dark and even feeling suicidal at times, which is common with depression. She said, that has been my path of growing up and figuring out things. And she also realized that some of the scariest moments of being vulnerable and open with her parents were the healthiest parts of her journey. And um, it takes a lot of courage to be open with anyone um, and to be vulnerable with anyone. So it was a huge relief for her when she was able to get out of that privacy closet um, of secrecy and shame. And she was kind of glad that her parents eventually kind of intervened because in her words, she said, please don't make me do this on my own. I need all the help I can get. She said when she was in middle school, she resented her parents getting involved in meddling with her life. But she was in such a low place freshman year of college that she was happy that her parents intervened. So she kind of joked like, hey, maybe they know something I don't because they're 30 years older than I am. So one of the things I told her is that every parent's proudest moment in my mind should be the moment where they realize their child has a healthy perspective on life and a healthy perspective on who they are and what their gifts are and let themselves be free to fail and not be perfect. No one's ever perfect. And again, success is rarely linear. Finding your niche or your career or the, the right job for you is rarely easy. And there's lots of twists and turns. But just having a faith that you have so much to offer the world and mistakes are necessary they're inevitable. Um, disappointments are, are inevitable and they're often growth producing. Um, so don't give up and just know that you can figure it out. You know, just keep believing that you will figure it out and that it's your job to offer your gifts, your unique gifts to the world. Um, I could tell you story after story of people who have secretly dropped out of programs. Um, years and years ago, I worked with a man who was probably in his mid twenties and he had gone back to college as a young adult or I say like, you know, mid twenties. And I think he probably had dropped out of college, um, and worked for a while and then decided he wanted to go back. And he had extreme anxiety and a lot of negative thinking and perfectionism and unrealistic thinking. 
and he would get anxious or discouraged and start skipping class. Then he would start missing uh, turning in things and missing deadlines and, you know, missing classes and getting docked on his grades for various reasons. And he would withdraw and hide it from his wife, his young wife, and his parents who were paying for him to be in college. He did this literally, I think, like four semesters. And he would even drive to the school and sit in a parking lot and just to make it look like, you know, he had an alibi for where he was when he was supposed to be in class and cost his family thousands of dollars um, because he was so ashamed and couldn't open up about, hey, like I'm having anxiety or maybe he had undiagnosed ADHD. Um, this has literally probably been 16 years since I worked with him. So I don't remember all the details, but I just remember how much pain and suffering he experienced and how much guilt and shame and that could have been avoided if he would have given himself permission to be open and just have self-compassion and say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is anxiety, if this is depression, if this is ADHD, but most of us have something like that going on and we need to like really be forgiving with ourselves and be open so that people can help us and figure out what's going on and save ourselves, you know, four years of wasted time and energy and stress and living a double life of secrecy. So anyway, I hope this helps someone and I'm going to try to do more of these short podcasts and remind myself they don't have to be perfect, just like nothing you do has to be perfect to be beneficial. Thanks for listening. And please share this with someone that you think might benefit from it.